Chapter 12 of Our Western Birds. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Western Birds by Elizabeth and Joseph Grinnell. The American Coot. Few people call this interesting bird by its correct name. It has been dubbed Mud Hen for so long that we forget it has another and better name to answer to. However, it seems to have earned the name for itself by its preference for muddy places. Another name by which the bird is known is Crow Duck. It is nearly as black as a crow when seen in the shadows of a swamp, and it swims like a duck when on a pond but you may see the difference between a mud hen and a duck by looking at the feet of both. The coot is not web-foot in the same fashion as the duck and the goose. Each toe is separately webbed. The little short scallops of web run around the whole length of each long toe. This is sufficient web to aid the bird in swimming, but does not prevent it being a good walker as well. Web-footed birds cannot run rapidly. They just waddle, as you know well enough from watching the ducks in your yard. But the mud hen runs like a partridge, and she takes to her legs in preference to flying or swimming if you surprise her in the marshes where she loves to spend her time. The marsh is her home, her children's nursery, her native land. On our coast, the coot nests in April and May. The nests are usually floating rafts in the reeds or on the water's edge. Sometimes large settlements of coots take up a low, boggy marsh and rear their families. The bottom of the nest is of reeds and sticks, which mother coot breaks with her beak and lays crisscross. The platform or bottom of the raft nest is strong and thick. As the work goes on, the nest is hollowed into shape, and the reeds and grasses are woven snugly together. Sometimes a nest is placed in the protection of reeds or willow stems, so that it must remain in one place, like any bird's nest. Sometimes it is placed on the water, and moored or fastened to long reeds or tools bent over. In this case, the young coots are born in a houseboat. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock, and rise and fall, with Mother Coot sitting calmly on her treasure. Once a nest was seen to break from its moorings and float off with Mother Hen still on it. It was as if she had no other thought than to stay with her children. And of children she has a plenty. She lays as many eggs as your own Biddy Hen lays in the haymow. The eggs are shaped like hen's eggs, but are muddy white dotted or splashed with brown. As soon as the young are hatched, they are ready for a swim, and away they go with the mother, leaving the houseboat to take care of itself, and to tell the boys exactly where to find next year's coots. The young are very beautiful in their thick coats of black down, penciled with bright orange. Their beaks are red, tipped with black. They soon learn to hunt on their own account for slugs and snails and to catch little skaters and water spiders in the margin of the marsh. 
it is this habit of finding the most of their food in mud and freshwater marsh ground that has given the coot the popular name of mud hen no matter if it is a rooster we call it mud hen exactly as we call the phoebe bird phoebe be it male or female old or young should you get very hungry out hunting and come across a good fat mud hen you need not be afraid to cook it for supper still most people prefer other birds for eating a hunter who brought in a brace of coots would wish they were duck though at times when it eats mostly watercress and wild celery a mud hen is declared to be just as good as canvas back end of chapter twelve Recording by Alan Mapstone.